the resource network. Good morning and welcome to the Resource Network. I'm Deborah Davis, Regional Director of the Minority Business Assistance Center at the African American Chamber of Commerce, and we are kicking off the Resource Network podcast today. Yes, we are, and we have some fabulous guests in the house. Before I introduce them, I just want to give you a little bit of background about the Minority Business Assistance Center at the African American Chamber of Commerce and some of the services that we provide. So we provide minority business bonding. We provide direct loans. We have a collateral enhancement program, which is fabulous. Ohio Capital Access Program. We have a micro loan program, and we have a women business enterprise loan program. We also certify WBE, MBE, VBE, and EDGE certification. So if you're interested in advancing your business, if you need technical assistance, this is the place to come. Minority Business Assistance Center in Cincinnati at the African American Chamber of Commerce, located at 2303 Gilbert Avenue in Walnut Hills. Now, having said all that, I need to introduce these fabulous women that are here with me today. Esther Boyd Griffin. She is the owner of Pizzazz Salon, and I want to welcome you, Esther. We also have with us today Sheila Kemper Crosty. She is the co-owner and director of Destiny Beauty and Barber Academy, and then joining us also is Nicole Taylor, co-owner of Destiny Beauty and Barber Academy, the first female black-owned cosmetology and barber school in the area. Welcome, ladies, to the Resource Network. Thank Thank you. All right, so let's kick this off with you, Esther. Tell us a little bit about your business, your journey, and some of the resources that you utilize to help your business grow. Yes, good afternoon. How's everyone doing out there? This is Esther Boy Griffin, a.k.a. Pizzazz Parlor. Pizzazz is located at 8343 Vine Street in the Hartwell area. Pizzazz has been uh, in business for 30 Five plus years um, in uh, five generations of stylists. Um, worked side by side with my mother and sister um, throughout this journey. It's been very exciting. Uh, throughout this journey, I've uh, I've uh, moved forward into uh, being a stylist, a salon owner at the tender age of twenty-one. Uh, uh, being an instructor, doing. Uh, uh, continue education classes, and the list goes on and on and on. This industry is really uh, a great industry to be in. And the Africa Chamber of Commerce has really assisted me in a lot of, of ways of moving my business forward. Um, the grants uh, and things, um, they work with you to help make sure everything is complete and, and uh, as it should be. Um, so, Esther, let's... Back it up for a minute. Let's mm-hmm. talk about this five, these five generations of salon owners because I know my grandmother was a hairstylist and yeah. she was the only entrepreneur in our family. And I, I'm sorry to say none of us followed in her footsteps, although I did go to cosmetology school, but here I am today. But you have five generations under your belt. Yeah. Tell us about some of that wisdom and knowledge that was dropped on you. Yes, well, uh, my mother used to uh, do hair in, uh, in the house. Uh, growing up, she went to Polro Pol School, and, and then again, she uh, went to Molers and graduated. And then also, um, a generation, uh, my we were the first um, salon owners in Garnersville, 
my uncle had a salon, and then my aunt, uh, she was a salon owner uh, in um, Cleveland. And then, uh, um, that's okay. That's okay. We just we just rolling. We at we're at the kitchen table, just having a conversation. Yes. You don't need to worry about anything. We were all in the house together. We are on this journey together. Like yes, I said, absolutely. we are kicking off the podcast. This is the first one today. Is new for me. Is new for you. Yes. We just gonna support each other and lift absolutely. each other up. So absolutely. Sheila, yes. you are the co-owner and director of Destiny Beauty and Barber Academy, yes. the first, yes. the first yes. black owned. Barber School in what? Greater Cincinnati in Ohio. What are we talking about here? We're well, female owned in Ohio. Okay. Um, black owned in Cincinnati. Okay. Sure. All right. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about that journey. And well, you all are you all are owners of this, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, we are. Um, Nicole Taylor and I. We we're all partners. Um, uh, Esther. We are working together to make this thing happen. Um, and it has been a journey. Um, Nicole and I come from a very extensive business background. Um, and, of course, Esther, with her multiple years of experience in the industry, um, we've come together to uh, make an impact on uh, not just the African-American community, but brown people as well, um, and give them opportunities to um, learn how to build generational wealth through the skills that they've been given because it's a gift. Everyone can't do it. So right. we want to help them take them and not just give them the upfront skill, but also give them the back-end skills in terms of professionalism, um, uh, uh, communication skills, and things of that nature, business knowledge, business skills. So take well. us through the day of a student in your academy. What does that look like? How do they, first of all, how do they get there? What is the application? Pro- what are you looking for? What's the application process look like? And what are you looking for in a student? Well, I can tell you what we're looking for in a student. Um, we're looking for someone who is um, success-driven. Uh, we are looking for someone who uh, is open to guidance. Um, you know, a lot of times, a lot of, a lot of people know how to do things, right? Um, you may know how to do it in your kitchen. You may know how to do it here or there. But we want to give you the professional edge that you need to take it to the next level. What we don't want to do is create another job. We want to create a career. All right. So that's our goal. Um, and obviously, students will come in, um, and they'll be under the guide of instructors. And um, we have a curriculum laid out for them and everything. And uh, everybody's curriculum is there is a business section included okay so they will leave with a business at least a fundamental business 101 when they leave there they'll leave there with a business plan um, they'll leave there with financial knowledge uh, Nicole owned a uh, financial school so okay. we plan on giving them uh, credit knowledge everything that they need to be successful okay all right and so how many students do you have Esther in the in the academy we, is that- we we don't have any students yet. Okay, so we don't you, have any is, students. This is this is a, this is a launch. This okay, is, this yeah. is a launch, just yes, like today. We yes, all launching today. Yes. We taking off today. We are sailing today a, together, literally. This is, yes. This, okay. This is a launch, and I'm excited about it. You know, um, it, it, it's been a vision of ours for over a year now. We've been working on it behind the scenes. We've had a few hiccups, but God, I have to say that um, we've been able to maneuver through some things. And um, so we don't have any students yet. Um, We have acquired the facility. We are at 11489 Princeton Pike. Okay. Um, That's in the Tri-County area. 
Um, and uh, we will be starting. Our first class is scheduled to start August first. Okay. And so, if I, if if there are students or people listening, how do they inquire about? you know, enrolling in the program is, do you have a website? How do they get that application? They can go on our Facebook page, Destiny um, Beauty and Barber Academy on Facebook. And all of our contact information is on there and they can send us something there. Um, And then we'll direct them as to when and where they can go and take the next steps. Okay. All right. So do you have, do you want to share like a phone number with them? You said they can go on Facebook, Mm -hmm. um, Beauty and Barber Academy. Is there a phone number? And we got, we'll circle back around for that phone number. So Esther, (laughs) tell me a little bit about some of the services that you used at the African American Chamber of Commerce. Now, I know you worked really closely with Jill McCauley and Mm -hmm. Annette Tarver. Tell us about that experience. And that was the Pivot Program, correct? Yes, absolutely. Well, the Pivot Program uh, is a program that uh, is, I think it's a grant. Yeah, it's a grant program. And um, you guys helped me apply for it, and um, they received it. I'm looking for a word back. But it looks like it's positive. Okay, so the Pivot Program at the African American Chamber of Commerce works with businesses who have been negatively or adversely impacted by COVID, the pandemic. And so they work with those business owners, providing them technical assistance, whether it be a business plan, whether it be accounting services, whether they need a website or a video. They are really good in helping you to market your business. Um, They are connected, very well connected in that particular area, and they are doing phenomenal work with a lot of businesses, getting their their businesses promoted, and I know that they've worked closely with you as well. So anyone listening who's interested in the Pivot Program, please reach out to the African American Chamber of Commerce, Jill McCauley and Annette Tarver. They are the business advisors for the Pivot Program. So are there any other services that you may have used to uh, help you as far as on your business journey? Um, yes, uh, I work very closely with, uh, I can't think of the gentleman's name, but on my website. Okay. So um, they help you design your website, and um, that was fundamental for me. Uh, it took my salon to the next level in uh, being able to have that uh, broad, you know, exp- you know, the broadness of it. Okay. All right. And so do we have that phone number for the academy? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. That phone number is 513-440-4930. Okay. Say that again for me. Sure. Sheila. 513-440-4930. Okay. Okay. I hope everybody heard that. So let's also talk about everybody's, you know, your personal journey. So Sheila, what is your background? What was your personal journey, and why did you choose to start a Beauty and Barber Academy? That is a great question. That's a great question. Um, I've been in education for about about 17 years, um, mainly in academia. However, I have worked uh, for a couple of trade schools. And um, the one I think that motivated me the most is when I was working for a cosmetology school. And what uh, Nicole and I witnessed in um, on on multiple occasions is, um, for lack of a better term, uh, training that was just really not up to par in terms of getting these ladies and gentlemen ready 
for uh, for the world. So can you elaborate on that? When you say not up to par, I think I have an idea what you're yeah. talking about, but mm-hmm. let's share that with the audience. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, you know, a lot of these girls come in and they're very talented. They've been braiding hair. They've been doing hair at home, right? Um, but in these environments, what they are doing is they're just continuing what they're doing. They're not learning the professional aspect of the business. They're not learning how to grow the business. They're 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 basically working for the schools, mm-hmm. um, you know, working in the salon, making money for the schools versus utilizing the skills that they have, building on those skills and um connecting those skills with the level of professionalism that they're going to need to be able to grow that business. So versus leaving there and going to just get a job, mm-hmm. they, you know, they don't have those skills. Mm-hmm. They don't, many of them, you know, we've seen many of them brushed over, not prepared for state board, um, not being taught, basically teaching each other. So we want to tear that down. Mm-hmm. We want to tear that down because, unfortunately, we see it more with our people, with mm-hmm. our women of color mm-hmm. um, and men of color. We see that more in that community. And it was just an injustice in our eyes. And we just got to the point where we said, you know what, I'm tired of seeing my people treated this way. Right, right. I'm tired of seeing my people treated this way. Let's give them the tools that they need to really take this to the next level. This is a multi-billion dollar industry, and we don't position ourselves to get a big enough piece of the pie. And that's what's been going on in the industry. That's what a lot of schools are producing. We've Our philosophy is business first, mm-hmm. because we want you to know how to build generational wealth right. and sustainable financial security. So now, is a part of your Beauty and Barber Academy, Destiny Beauty and Barber Academy, does that include um, partaking in the distribution of beauty supplies, products? Because we see a lot of beauty stores around here. Mm -hmm. They're not run by African-Americans. Like you said, we spend a lot of money on our hair. We spend a lot of money on grooming ourselves. But we are not the recipients of that wealth. Mm -hmm. So does your uh, does Destiny Beauty and Barber Academy include that component of how to get into that industry? Absolutely. Absolutely. We are going to take our students um, throughout the whole spectrum of the beauty industry. Um, we have a couple, we have a phase one and phase two that we're rolling out. Right now we're rolling out phase one as of August 1st. Um, but we do plan on incorporating theatrical makeup. We plan on incorporating um, nails. We want to incorporate uh, esthetician, um, uh, body sculpting, everything in the industry that's going to take our people to the next level the right way. And what about, you know, like, like the wigs and the weaves? You know, we're, we're, we're very much into that, but yeah, mm-hmm. we don't reap the financial benefits of that. Yeah. So are you going to be looking into that? Because I know you're going to tap into some of oh, those you're absolutely right. businesses out there who are making millions off of us. Yes, you are absolutely right. We do plan on bringing that income right back into our community. So, yes, we're looking at that. We're looking at natural hair. Mm-hmm. Um, natural hair is really big, and there's just not enough people uh, to service the market. So we're looking at uh, bringing in, getting into that market, um, and not just serving, but we're looking at serving the Hispanic community as well. We do have a... Uh, a person on our staff who is um, Hispanic, and we plan on reaching out to that part of the community as well, um, just to, uh, to to provide services to them and to open up opportunities. As you said, um, with the beauty supplies, we do plan on um, having those things available as well as as well as um, uh, 
uh, having goods and services there for people who say, we have people like Miss Esther has a hair growth clinic. Um, okay. Serum, right? So we want to be able to promote that too. So we want to pr- be able to promote our students, promote our employees. We want to be able to promote their supplies as well. So Esther, we're going to segue over to you and talk about this hair growth oil that you have. And while we're doing that, we're going to give Nicole a chance to step up to the mic so she can be ready because I want to get into this financial aspect and learn more about her background and what she's bringing to Destiny Beauty and Barber from a financial perspective. You got this curriculum going and I want to understand what that's all about so um miss esther tell us about this uh this growth oil that you have to grow hair and how did that come to be well um it came to be because uh, i had some clients that had some issue with growth and we used several uh, products that was on the market that was not um doing the job i should say so just doing some research and um, found some uh, essential oils that uh, were able to do the trick. So I put together uh, a grow serum and um, just started using it on clients. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after a couple of weeks, we seen a tremendous difference in the length and the growth of the hair and how healthy the hair had became. And so um, I said, well, maybe uh, maybe I should market it. Mm-hmm. So I did that. <laughs> and how did you go about marketing it? How did you go about getting the word out to people? Well, I went through Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then also I did some advertising. And then my clients, of course, word of mouth. And then I did some before and after pictures mm-hmm. to show people uh, that it's really, it really works. Okay. All right. That's fabulous. And so you still have the growth oil and you still have clients that are using the growth oil? Yeah, I'm in a transitioning. Uh, um, I'm transitioning down back to work. Um, I recently was uh, diagnosed with cancer. Okay. And um, I, I'm doing wonderful. Yes, um, I see you are looking fabulous today. <laughs> I like your short haircut. Yes, you are, you are working it today. So, and, you know, congratulations on being a survivor. So, um, and did you use your hair growth oil on your, for yourself when you went through your um, cancer episode? I did. I actually went, um, I used it and um, with the medication, I had to do a detox in order for it to be able to penetrate through the hair shaft uh, and the hair follicle. And so um, I I used it and I used it in about three or four weeks. Coming off of one of the um, medication that causes the hair to, to come out, it started reappearing. Okay. And so I got um, I got uh, brave, and I took off the weaves, and I, I'm wearing my hair. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I, I wore my hair like that for years. I love it. So, and what you said about detox, that's really important. Yes. Because a lot of times when you're on medication, you know, you don't realize that, that that's affecting your hair. It's in your hair follicles. It's in the your hair itself, and um, you do have to detox. So, what does what does that look like? What how do you go about detoxing? Well, detox is a um, ex, um, absolutely everything you eat or intake in your body come out through your pores. So, a lot of times the medication uh, it stops the blood from flowing. Mm-hmm. It clogs the pores. And so what the detox does, it's, um, it's a product that you, uh, that's applied. And what it does, it just kind of opens up. Uh, you massage it in, it kind of opens up those pores again. Okay. And so then the product can penetrate 
and, and be successful. Okay. Well, I want to learn about this detox. So okay. I don't know. Is there a name? Do you know the name of the product or can you share that with us or? Uh, <laughs> it's a secret. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. It's a secret. It's a trade secret. We won't need to go there. All right, so now we're going to bring in Nicole. And Nicole is also the co-owner of Destiny Beauty and Barber Academy, the first female black-owned cosmetology and barber school in the area. Yes, thank you very much. Nicole, now I understand you have a financial background. Yes. And you are bringing that to the academy. Correct. So first of all, tell us a little bit about your financial background. How you got to? How you went from be, having a financial background? Did you work in banking or no? Okay. Um, basically, honestly, it was really how I was actually raised. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting down at the breakfast table every morning, talking about stocks, talking about the different options or whatever. So, you know, you become a product of your environment. Um, and then over the years, my mother was. Well, is an entrepreneur. So having multiple streams of income was a way of life for us. So becoming an adult still have those same practices, same practices that I've actually taught my children. Mm -hmm. So um, over the years, I learned probably about maybe seven, eight years ago, learned how to trade, Mm -hmm. day trade. Mm -hmm. So I trade daily. So I trade Forex. So not only do I do Forex, I also do crypto. I also do stocks. You sound um, like my son. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, I, I believe in multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm 50, my money works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never taught to live paycheck to paycheck. So and my children had that same habit. So just over the years of watching what my mother has done, what I've been able to do, passing that on true generational wealth, it's time for me to actually, and I used to teach Forex probably about four or five years ago, and I stopped doing it and just started focusing on my own personal things that I wanted to do. Now that my children are grown and now birthing Destiny Beauty and Barber Academy, it's like now I want to pour that back into our community. Mm -hmm. And with the business sense actually owning multiple businesses. This is going to be our final, my final business adventure. But um, giving those students what I gave my children. Mm -hmm. So it's all, you know, it's been self-taught. So it's just time to, you know, what I've taught uh, my children to teach my students what I actually know. So what does the curriculum look like for the academy? Um, Our curriculum is still... um, uh, state board base. Okay. Um, but then we have different hours that we can actually um, adventure into other things. So those extra hours are where we're going to have that focus of business. So when our students come in, our students are coming in, first of all, developing an EIN number. Um, by the time they graduate... And the EIN number is? Uh, their... Employer Employer identification number. Okay. (laughs) So so they come in with that. By the time they graduate, they will actually have their DUNS number. Mm -hmm. They will actually have um, multiple um, trade lines um, for their DUNS number. So they're coming out as an active business. Um, We're going to teach them about scheduling. We're going to teach them about time management. We're going to teach them, okay, what happens beyond the chair? Mm-hmm. You know, are you going to stand on your feet for 20, 30 years? You know, so we're teaching our children, I mean children, 
we're teaching our students that while you are maybe behind the chair, you still have another form of income that's actually coming in. Mm -hmm. That's true entrepreneurship. We get it wrong. We think entrepreneurship is, oh, I open up a barbershop or I have clients. No, you created a job Job. for yourself. Yes. So Say that again. Say that again, please. You have created a job for yourself. So in the event that something happens to you and that's your only source of income, now what do you do? So we're going to teach our students that you will have multiple streams of income. So in the event that you cut off a finger, you cut off your arm or whatever may happen, you are still able to function. You are still able to have a livelihood. You now have created generational wealth for your children, your children to come and now be able to give back to the community. That's also important to our students. Um, Our students also will have to give back in some form, whatever it may be, they have to give back. So Destiny Destiny is not just creating entrepreneurs. We're also creating, um, what I want to say, the next. The the ability to gentrify our own communities. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So the other part of my my background is also real estate. I'm also a realtor. Um, My son is now also a realtor. So, you know, I want to make sure the students that we actually have have another source. That means I'm teaching you also how to invest to have multiple properties, to have that property work for you. Um, Why not have your business then own that property? Now you're leasing from that business. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's teaching a new way of actually tapping into the wealth that wasn't truly created for us. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And so I know a lot of barbers and beauty salons, their business motto is to have booth rentals. How does that work? I mean, is that the, the best business structure or the best business model to have? Is there another business model? Or should the hairstylists that work for the salon all be employees? Or should, there, should they all be booth rental um, contractors? I think it really depends. Um, because not everyone is designed to actually be a business owner. You know, even though you think you, most people who jump into business, they just don't want to be set to somebody else's time. Right. They don't want to be an employee exactly. for someone else. But really, truly, you are an employee. Right. Um, not everybody is designed to own a business. So it really depends on what the business model is. Is you know, It's like having, you know, I, I raised four children. It was mainly four or six. Um, they were all different personalities. Not everyone was a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew which child actually was a leader. And everybody fell into place you know, according to their traits. So it's the same with business. You know, someone may be happy, you know, clocking in or not clocking in, or I don't want to deal with the headache of actually a business, but, you know, I'll support you because I'm now able to take care of my livelihood and still be able to do some other things. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I think it just really depends on what works for everybody. Okay. Okay. All right, we have about three minutes left. I want to segue back to Esther. Mm-hmm. And um, Esther, if you can just tell us a little bit about where you, how all of your history, your background, and um, what your future dreams and hopes are for your business. I know you have Pizzazz, Pizzazz Salon 
you are the sole owner of that. That's correct. And we have not really talked about Pizzazz Salon. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about Pizzazz Salon um, and about how that came to be. Okay. Um, Pizzazz Salon came to be uh, back in 96. Graduated from... That's okay. Take your time. Just tell us a little bit about Pizzazz Salon. So it's you own it, and I think you said to me when we first met, your daughter also has a Pizzazz Salon or a salon with a same. No, my no. daughter was named after my salon. Okay, your daughter's named <laughs> Pizzazz. Okay, I get it. Okay, all right. So Pizzazz Salon was a dream of yours, was something that uh, you always envisioned and did that lead you to now um, Destiny Beauty and Barber Academy? Is, was that like the new, the segue that we went from Pizzazz Salon to Destiny Beauty and Barber Academy? Yes. Um, um, cosmetology is in my jeans, not in my blue jeans. Okay. <laughs> All right. Not in her blue jeans. Not in my blue jeans. Okay. And, um, yes, it's always been a dream of mine to be uh, a, a salon owner. I knew early on that I was going to, I never wanted to work for anyone. I always want to work for myself. And at an early age, I did with the support of my family. Um, and then Pizzazz has been around for many years. Pizzazz has employed 100 uh, employees over the years, 20 of them um, on, on their own salons. Um, um, Pizzazz has been uh, quite a journey. You know, I've, uh, in this industry, I've uh, been able to uh, go on different avenues as far as like uh, at first I started off just being a stylist and then graduated up and became a uh, uh, continued education instructor mm-hmm. and what that does is um, I teach I taught a class called invisible brace which I I designed and um, and this is a class that they have to take uh, every couple of years in order to uh, renew their license Okay. All right. Esther, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us. I want to thank Sheila Kemper Crosty for sharing, and as well as Nicole Taylor. I want to thank you so much. We have reached the end of our first kickoff podcast, but I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. I want to thank you all for giving up your time today. I am Deborah Davis, Regional Director of the Minority Business Assistance Center with the African American Chamber of Commerce. Thank you so much for joining us today. Mm-hmm.